Zero trust is key, not just for general IT, but also for OT. IoT solutions do require that. Azure Defender for IoT is a great tool for securing your solutions, not just the new ones, but also the existing ones. Paul Roberts is joining me today on the IoT show to show us a demo of Azure Defender for IoT and how it discovers the network, text threats, and trigger alerts. All of that in a matter of minutes. Hi, everyone. This is the IoT Show. I'm Olivier, your host. Thanks for watching. Today, Paul Roberts joined me for showing us Azure Defender for IoT. Paul, how are you today? Hey, Olivier. I'm good. Yourself? I'm fantastic. So you Excellent. came here to show us how Azure Defender for IoT looks like and what it's good at. And the reason why you know the product is because you demo it to your customers on a daily basis. So what is your job at Microsoft, Paul? So I'm a technical specialist um, at Microsoft working with the Defender for IoT platform. Um, so I joined as part of the CyberX acquisition back in August. It's not that you sell the product. It's basically you explain customers what it's made of, what it's for, and how to use it in a nutshell, right? Yeah. Yeah. So the benefits it can bring, um, helping kind of define security policies, um, better segmentation, moving towards zero trust. Um, yeah, there's a whole remit of, um, of benefits that the platform can bring. Yeah. And I know the demo is very impactful because uh, usually when you show it, people are just like, what's going on here? And so you're going to walk it through and you'll see how, how powerful, how useful, how interesting as well it is to see it in action. So Paul, just like take it away. Uh, I will interrupt you with some questions here and there, uh, but show, yeah. show us what you have. Show us what Azure Defender for IoT is about. Okay, no problem. So this is uh, part of the map um, that we're seeing here. Um, and the platform is connected into the network via a span or a mirror port. Um, and we pick up information relating to the OT environment. So we're able to detect assets in the environment um, so each of these blocks here is a device. Um, we're able to build up a picture of who these devices are talking to. So you can see the blue line connecting these two devices and how they're communicating. Um, so if I go in here, for example, and look at the connection details between the two, um, I can see you know, how much traffic's being sent and what kind of traffic it is. Right. Now, Paul, you, you were saying that the map has been built, right? So that means there has been, there's something that happened magically almost. But what's the process for getting to that point where you have a map when you're starting from a network of already deployed set of devices on your network? Yeah, so the first thing you need to do is identify where in the network you're going to place the sensor. Um, okay. And it's going to be connected into a network switch. Um, so on that switch, you're going to need to configure a span or a mirror port um, and then connect that span or mirror port into the back of the sensor. Um, and then once we start seeing traffic, um, there's a whole bunch of um, plugins, dissectors, threat intelligence on the platform um, that's going to start learning, like I say, what's there, who's it talking to, how's it communicating. 
Yeah, and you're going to show us that. So basically, get your sensors not intrusive from the software perspective. There's no client that needs to be installed on the devices or on your network switches, or whatever. It's just a little sensor. You add it in the right places on your network, and then the tool will actually build the map like you were showing us, identify the interaction between the various devices, and you were you were actually starting to dig into the network communication and so on. So let's 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 get it on. Yeah, so we found you know, these devices are talking to each other. We found out what protocol they're using, um, but there's more to it than that. You, know, you want to know, for example, what is this device? Um, so we can dig really deeply into the, uh, the protocol to understand that, okay, well, we know that this is a Rockwell PLC. We can see what protocols it's using, but we're also picking up device information. Um, so in this case, we've got in rack one on the default slot, I've got communication adapter. Um, and it not only tells me what that device is, but it can give me the model number, it can go down to the serial number, the version number, et cetera, as well. And from a security perspective, you know, a lot of these, these devices won't have been updated. You know, the software is gonna be quite old. So we can use the information that we collect from them to align various CVEs with them to understand how vulnerable they are. So once we've built up this picture of what's in the environment, we're starting to take it to the next level by looking for vulnerabilities um, on the devices. And what, as well as picking up vulnerabilities on the devices themselves, because we're listening to the network, we can also pick up things that are going on on the network. Now the platform has built-in threat intelligence and the threat intel is updated probably once a month um, by the Microsoft threat team or specifically section 52 in this case. And we've got and a actually, actually on Sorry. this one, Paul, which is interesting is that um, you benefit as a customer with Azure Defender for IoT deployed and used, you also benefit from the threats and, and the new the new problems that might have been detected, identified in someone else's network, not in the sense of like sharing your private data or whatnot, but in the sense of Microsoft learns and you re-inject into the tool, the knowledge, the understanding of what is a threat so that everyone can benefit from it, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So we're plugged into the Microsoft Threat Graph now. Um, so any anomalies that appear on that, any indicators of attack, indicators of compromise, you know, bad IP addresses, bad domains, et cetera. Um, they all get wrapped into the threat intelligence package um, and it's automatically downloaded onto the platform as long as you have a connection into Azure. Got it. How do you deal with uh, false positives? Maybe sometimes you know, something might have been detected as a threat or a problem somewhere else. It's not for you, right? Yeah, so we're, we're gearing this towards OT. Um, so, you know, realistically, we're not looking at you know, a corrupt file on a hard disk. Uh, we're looking at behavior on the network. So, for example, um, you know, we've got this alert, um, a double pulsar backdoor implant. Now, this is typically a precursor to something like WannaCry. Um, so, and you can look at it and say, well, you know, WannaCry is quite old, a defender for endpoint you know, takes care of that. Well, in this environment, we're talking about Windows XP devices. Um, sometimes NT351 devices, they don't run Defender for Endpoint. So they are still vulnerable to things like WannaCry. Um, so having the ability to, to understand what that looks like, pick it up and alert on it, 
Um, and I think you know, a lot of people would probably rather have a false positive for something like this in their OT environment um, than have their OT right. environment crippled by you know, something like WannaCry. You're right, you're right. So, if I pick this, this alert, it's a, an S7 stop PLC command. Um, so this isn't something that happens all the time. Um, this should really only happen when the production line is taken down for maintenance. So we absolutely want to be alerted around this. And we've got a few options up here for the SOC team, for example, um, to make use of or any instant response that gets sent out to mitigate something that's happened on the site. So we've got different levels of packet capture. Um, so you know, one type of packet capture is going to give us just these two devices talking to each other. Another one is going to give us everything that the sensor saw while this alert was going on. And we can also go into the event timeline as well. So this puts that particular alert at the top of the timeline. And we can then track back through to get an understanding of you know, what happened on the network leading up to this. Now, I built this demo suite with a whole bunch of packet captures. Um, so there's kind of stuff all over the place, but you know, you've got the ability to filter through it as well. So I could filter down just to the S7 protocol, for example, um, and I'll, I'll be able to see everything that happened on the network that, that involved S7. So it's a very powerful tool to be able to, you know, one, monitor your network, um, secondly, give you a call to action through the alerts, um, and then provide you with the tooling to be able to, you know, to remediate against whatever you found in that environment. That's fantastic. And as you were mentioning in the beginning, um, you know, onboarding and getting started is pretty straightforward. It's not invasive. Yeah. You actually, I think, had a diagram that you showed me earlier on, uh, that you showed me at some point that I think we should bring up that that sh that illustrates, you know, where on your network you would put that sensor. Uh, and, you know, how does it look in real life? Can you show that diagram again? Yeah, sure. This is, I guess, what we call an ideal environment. And we very rarely see this. Um, you know, these, these environments are 20 to 30 years old in some cases. Um, so you know, things have been added, things have been removed, which is why realistically there's a need for a platform such as this. But at the bottom, you'll have the PLCs and the HMIs. So what's effectively layer one of the Purdue model. Um, they'll be connected into a network switch. We'll take a span or a mirror from the network switch and pass it into our sensor. And the sensor can be either physical or virtual. Um, and this is the place where you know, all, the, all the, the, the crunching happens. So this is where we'll do the deep packet inspection, we'll apply the threat intelligence, and we'll build out the, the alert tables, the event logs. Um, we, we can do, you know, we can, we can create um, attack vectors, we can create risk assessment reports based on all the information that we've picked up. Um, so all of that's stored here on the sensor. Um, mm -hmm. That can either then be fed up to a centralized management platform, so this is the kind of one place that aggregates all of that information together. Um, and obviously we can push that data out up into Azure. Okay. So then you can integrate into your other monitoring tools, you know, for having your OT infrastructure as part of an end-to-end -end solution. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So we're pushing those alerts that we just saw up into Azure Sentinel, for example, as native incidents. Um, so there's no need to kind of sift through any um, any syslog, you know, apply any KQL to it. 
um, they're already presented into Sentinel uh, as a native incident. That's pretty brilliant. So we saw how the tool looks like, some of its capacity and capabilities, because actually you just scratched the surface, I'm sure of that. Uh, how yeah. long does it take for a full network to be discovered? Is it minutes or is it days? How, how long would it take for the discovery part? So if you plug the sensor in, um, realistically, it depends on how much traffic's going through it. Um, yeah. But you will start to see information in the sensor within a couple of minutes. Fantastic. Um, yeah. Certainly the, the alerting. You know, if, for example, you plug the sensor in and there's malware on the network, that will be alerted immediately. Wow. Okay. So it's like a very fast onboarding, basically. That's yeah. great. That, that's great, Ashley. I don't see why people would not want to go and do that. So if you want to learn more about Azure Defender for IoT, uh, I invite you to go to aka.ms slash IoT show slash Azure Defender for IoT. Paul, thanks a lot for your time. That was a great demo. Uh -huh. I think, you know, demo that should definitely be showed here and there uh, to our customers, but also to developers on best practices for zero trust in security for IoT. Hope to see you soon, Paul. Everyone, thanks for watching the IoT show. See you soon. Bye-bye.